Okay, next up we've got our massive Azerothian Times. Azerothian Times. <laughs> Yo, dog, Azerothian Times. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hurt my cat. <laughs> so, um, so basically, uh, in uh, episode uh, 117, we uh, talked about our initial thoughts about the release of uh, Warcraft's new expansion, uh, Warlords yeah. of Draenor. Uh, so, you know, so they're getting... The, the first initial couple of quests and, you know, all that sort of stuff. Anyway, you can listen to 117 to what we talked about there. And what our, th- our sort of our thoughts were on what we think the expansion was going to be like and stuff. So it's been two weeks since then. Uh, I actually had a, a week off work. I actually took a week off uh, leave in order to just play uh, non-stop. And thank God I did because of all the troubles, uh, like we discussed with, you know, logging in and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, it was uh, it was quite a bit of a nightmare for some people. It wasn't quite so bad for me. I know Bo had a bit of an experience. Uh, Blizzard have actually uh, have said that uh, because of that, they're going to give us five days credit, uh, for five days of uh, playtime credit uh, because of it, uh, which, you know, it's pretty good, I suppose. It's Some people have yeah. said that's not enough, but, you know. Uh, that's potentially like $10 million that they're giving away. Yeah. But that's potential. Like, they did, they're not actually... Paying out ten million, but they're not receiving. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. It'd be so, cool if they could give you five actual days back. <laughs> it would be cool, but that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, be really that's, that's beyond their ability. Um, well, anyway, so hey, the I can talk to the dark portal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so World's Radio, uh, by all accounts, is a success. Uh, they've gained uh, over two million new subscribers. Um, yeah. well, they, they say new subscribers, but. Um, whether that's actually yeah. you know sub- no, re- new brand new uh, or, and also including returning subscribers, I don't. Know. I'm willing to. I'm, I'd be willing to bet that it's actually returning players as well. But yeah. either way you look at it, it is still a success. It is. They are still the most successful MMO you know, MMO of, of all time, um, and they're you know raking in the dollars. So they should be able to give us real time. Goddamn it! Uh, but uh, <laughs> um, and and it's easy to see why. Well, it's Draenor is. It's an interesting. It's an interesting expansion in that it's. Um, old player friendly, as well as new player friendly. It's 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 yeah. it ever since I think since Burning Crusade, it is uh, the I think the only other expansion that new players can sort of sink their teeth into. And uh, I, I'm I'm pretty impressed, bro. Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's it's um a to get it's amazing that WoW is is back to 10 million subscribers. Mm. I mean, that's like you know, like a few months ago. We were when we first started talking Azerothian times. One of the big topics topics that we would talk about from time to time is is WoW dying, or you know, is yeah. you know how long will WoW be around? And, it, and it's obvious that it's it's sticking around. Like it's it's back to you know it's not Wrath of the Lich King numbers yet, but like no one thought they were going to do a comeback like this. And Warlords um, and actually playing it for I've only got to play it for about a week, and it's like one of the busiest weeks of the year for retail. So hmm. I haven't really got to play nearly as much as you have, but. Um, I can tell you just like it's it's 100 percent different leveling. Um, I mean, it's, it's like I'm playing a different MMO as far as the leveling process goes. Um, it is a lot of fun. And it's also it, it it's very reminiscent of um, of old Warcraft. And that's why they're bringing all these people back, man, is, is because of that. You know, it, it's definitely it, it's almost a brand new game. I, re- I really like it a lot. Yeah, that's, I'm totally I'm totally agreeing with you there. So it's the. Um so I've just got I've just got a couple of things that I just want to mention. I mean, while during while I was playing it during that uh, that week, and uh, just a just a quick uh, 
hello to anybody from work listening and thank you very much for being awesome so yeah why couldn't you work for me i wanted to be off for a week <laughs> hey Jeez. <laughs> yes. No, it's the people I work with are Brent. Um, so the yeah, I just I just have a couple a couple of things that I that I sort of noted during while I was playing. Um, so I uh, focused mainly on uh, my main, who is uh, Zelda, my hunter, and got her up to so I got her up to a hundred, which is the new the new cap. And as of this morning, before we started recording, I got her garrison up to. Uh, level three, which is as high as you can go, and uh, just one thing I've just for that, I just got to say for that, Blizzard uh, for all their for all their faults, and they do have a lot. They're they're masters of uh, making you feel special <laughs> as a player. Like when uh, at every at every stage, the the garrison has three levels, and at every level there's like an FMV that plays that just basically just tells you how awesome you are. And then uh, the level three one is is so unbelievable. Though. It's just like oh my god. You got that too. I thought it was just Blizzard telling me I was awesome. <laughs> I didn't realize that everybody was getting those. No, everybody gets them, I'm afraid. Um, Don't leave us. <laughs> Don't leave us. Yeah, that's, uh, they feed the addiction. So yeah, so um, so I'm up to 100. I got my level three garrison now. The only reason, the reason it's taking me so long, some listeners uh, who are players as well might actually think because uh, actually it has taken me quite a while to get to level three, and I did I did actually make a couple of mistakes. The the only but one of the negatives I would say about Warlords is that. It doesn't really explain a lot. Like, there's a lot of things that happen in games, in in game that don't really have sort of indication of of how or why. Um, the ma- the major one, I, I guess, I would I'd use as an example would be uh, garrison invasions. Like, at certain points, um, you your garrison gets invaded by NCPs, and you have to have to fight them off. Now, there's nothing to indicate in the game how or why that happens. Um, I've figured it out now, but there's, the game doesn't tell you that, uh, and you actually need to... It doesn't just automatically happen. You actually have to initiate it. And once again, the game doesn't really explain that to you. And it's, and it's kind of weird. Um, so the, it happens because uh, as you go off and do uh, quests, you, you know, kill stuff. Um, and if you kill a certain amount, as, as I, I have no idea how many, but it, as, you, as you kill more and more of them, they eventually decide to invade you in retaliation. And uh, uh, I, I think that's... It's an awesome idea, but something to tell you that in-game would have been cool. Um, yeah, but uh, I've actually so at, in a certain uh, you, you have one sort of minor invasion in uh, when you go from level one to level two to sort of give you sort of a taste. But then you have another one at, at level three, and the only reason I had it was because I've been doing my Apexus crystals dailies in uh, Shat and killing a whole bunch of the those guys there, the Shadow Council or whoever they are, and they're the ones who invaded me, the Shadow Council. So did a bit of research to find that. So yeah, but but everything else though, it's just it's just been really really awesome. So. Um, I'll just, I'll just uh, go through my notes. Uh, they've changed the way loot drops work. Uh, so there's a new loot drop system called Personal. Now, normally, uh, the most the, the one that was mainly being used back in the good old days was Need Before Greed. So uh, if you, uh, you when a loot item dropped, uh, it would be whatever it was. It may not even be necessary for you, but if you needed it, you would roll need. If you only if you only thought, hey, it would be cool if I had it or you wanted to give it to another character, uh, you would roll greed. Um, that system still, uh, still kind of exists, but the way loot drops now is now different. Now, uh, you're, the loot that drops is specific to you. So as a hunter, the loot that drops in dungeons, blues, uh, the blues items, um, are only for my character. And may not always drop. Like, is some dungeons have you know four or five bosses, 
And there's, I'm, not, I'm not guaranteed to get a drop on every boss. Um, now, in saying that, when I very first started, I actually went through six different dungeons. So that's six by five bosses, I don't, you know, whatever it was. So before a single item even dropped for me. Um, and that wow. was ridiculous. There was a lot of a backlash about that on the forum. Um, and uh, they sort of they did a hot fix to sort of to change, to increase the drop rate a bit more. Because that that's just insane. I mean, it's, yeah. it really, really is really, really stupid. Um, so that's now slightly different, and now they, they they drop a bit more often. And now I, you know, now I get at least one per run, maybe a couple. Um, now yeah. that I'm into heroics, so the, so the new system it takes a bit of getting used to. I must say, at first I hated it, as I'm sure you can understand why, because um, I just thought this was, it was just ridiculous. Now I can sort of understand it, and you know, I'm I'm fine with it. Uh, I mean, my I'm now fully decked out in level six six thirty heroic gear anyway. Um, so now yeah, it's pretty cool. The drop rate is definitely, definitely increased. The heroics unlock at level 100, but before you can even do them, uh, you need to do Proving Grounds. Now, Proving Grounds was introduced in uh, Pandera, uh, where you basically you'd go to an inst- a, a, a sing- solo instance scenario where you would fight off waves of, of enemies, and the better you, you know, the better you did, the higher your score, bronze, silver, gold. Now to get into heroics, you actually need to you need to do proving grounds, which in Pandora you didn't need to do, um, and you need yeah. to get at least silver in your chosen class before they'll even let you in a heroic, even if you've got the eye level. So you need an eye level, which means item level uh, for those of you who don't know. So your items need to be a certain level uh, uh, before you, you're allowed to get in. So you basically need to be tough enough to get in, basically. But you also need to get silver in proving grounds. I actually that really irritated me. I've got to tell you. I mean, it was easy. I mean, I went into proving grounds. I got silver without any trouble at all it was it was all fine um mainly because i already had all the gear um but the fact that i was forced to do so for no apparent reason once again there's nothing in game to sort of suggest why you would have to do that i just find that kind of yeah i mean i understand what you're saying from the perspective of someone that plays the game i mean they've done a lot of like public like they spoke about this a lot like publicly in podcasts and things like that but um it's basically like they want you to be able to prove that like you know how to heal or you know how to tank before you um, you hold up four people in, in some group. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, I get the purpose. I don't know that it's really explained well in game as to why you have to do it. And also, I don't really know that it's a good judge of, of how well you heal or tank because it's not like I haven't done the ones for, um, warlords yet, but the ones in mist were not like very representative of the actual, you know, yeah. process. The ones in Mist were terrible, and uh, I mean, I did all healing. I did healing, tank, and DPS all in the Pandera ones, and they were all basically all the same. They were basically all just DPS. Um, the, yeah, yeah the I one, just did all my tanking ones in DPS spec. I yeah, didn't even have to. it was yeah exactly. Um, the the adrenal ones are a little bit better. I've, I did DPS, um, and I've seen a video of the tanking one, um, and it seems to be different. Uh, it's a bit. It's still, it's still the fact that it's forced upon you it really irritates me. Um, I mean, if I've been tanking in dungeons all the way up from ninety to a hundred, say I, say I boosted to ninety, if I would, yeah. I mean, I would have been running regular dungeons as a tank. I already know how to tank. I don't need to prove it at one hundred again. It's ridiculous. Anyway, it's fine. Uh, it's just weird. Um, so I think, I think it's just in response to the people that like didn't like the idea of the boost in the first place. Like, the yeah. major complaint about the boost to 90 was, like, we're going to have all these people that's going to boost a healer that's not going to know how to heal, and that's making the game worse for other players. Yeah. Um, well, then so they should have put, the, then they the, put the Proving Grounds at the start, then. 
Uh, yeah, well, they have kind of changed it. Have you boosted a character lately? Yeah, I did. Actually, that was one of my notes. I have boosted a character to 90. Um, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it in a few days. But, yeah, I did, uh, yeah I did, it's different now. Yeah, I did it just to see it. It's, it's, it was interesting how they did it. At the, when they first introduced it, you basically just um, you got all, you got a whole bunch of gear and all sorts of stuff, and they basically said, here you go, go off, see you later. Um, then, during before uh, Draenor was released, just, just before when they had the patch out, it was you arrived in... Um, the Blasted Lands, and you did like a, that series of quests that, that introduced um, Draenor and stuff, and then by the time you finished those quests, you were 90, and you're ready to go. Um, I mean, you were you had all your gear and all your abilities, you're already 90, I'm sorry. Um, but now, if you boost, now that the expansion is out, and you have the expansion, if you boost now, it actually starts you at the quest that everybody else starts off when they go through the portal. Yeah. So you go to Tanan, and, and you basically follow that you know, six odd quest chain that eventually then gets you to your, to your garrison, and you sort of unlock stuff as you go as you go from there. So it's only so it's it, the location's slightly different, but it's basically the same sort of scenario. It's a lot of fun actually, and uh, and uh, yeah, I so, I quite enjoyed it. I just, yeah, I did I did it purely it, just for the experience. How does it work now? Do you still pick what um, what class you're going to be? Like, do you pick warrior? Let's say you boost a warrior. Do you also pick protection or fury or arms yeah. before? Yeah, you do. Yeah. Well, because, see, I've heard that whenever you're actually dropped in the game, it doesn't let you pick a specification until you've done one or two of the quests or something like that. Oh, yeah, no, no, you're right. It is It is a couple of quests in. It actually gives you, you start off with, um, an like your first quest, you get an item, but you start off with the very basic abilities, and then I think it's two, three quests in, you then pick a spec. I gotcha. Yeah, and then you get the abilities specific to those specs. Specific to those specifications. <laughs> anyway, um, back to just very just quickly back to the loot. The other thing that sort of annoyed me with the loot is uh, the, another new thing they've done with the loot is um, instant upgrades. So there's a as a percentage chance that you when you loot something, um, it will upgrade for you. This includes followers as well. So um, and so it's items in world as well as followers that you know it may be a green when you when you get it, but then it'll just suddenly upgrade to either a blue or or even an epic. In theory, that's pretty cool, but when it happens to stuff that's already epic, <laughs> uh, to, to already rare, that annoys me. Like, I got a follower that is automatically rare, and it was like, when you get it, they're rare, and it he upgraded to rare, and I'm like, what, is oh, the really? point? what was the point of that? Um, I just, I'm not too sure how that works. I mean, I may be wrong, I don't know, but that's that's what it says on screen. Like, it comes up with a little thing, you know, upgraded follower gained. And I'm like, but it was rare already. So, I don't know, that really quite frustrated me. But, hey, you know, maybe they'll change that or something. We'll see how it goes. Uh, just, I've, got, I've basically been around most of Draenor now. I haven't seen all of Shadowmoon. Uh, but basically, as uh, just like the other expansions before it, if you play, if you start as Horde, you start in one section. If you start as Alliance, you start as the other section. Um, so, as because my main is a Horde, I started in Frostfire, and I've seen, I've basically seen everything there is to see, and I've travelled around, you know, most of the stuff. What was your favourite zone? Oh, yeah, that's that's that was how I was getting to that point. Thank you. Uh, my favourite oh, zone is Talador. Yeah, Talador. My favourite zone is Frostfire. Yeah, I, I like Frostfire. I like it a lot. I think it was. It was like I think that they because it was your first horde zone. Yeah. I think that they put a lot of effort into it, but it uh, to me it felt the most expansive. But it was all great. It was all really good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the my least favorite. It's, um, but the only, the only thing that I didn't really like about Frostfire is the 
that sort of multi-level business that they do where they've got like sort of uh, mountains and sort of valleys and stuff like that, which, you know, which is all well and good. That's how the world is. But yeah, you have to do sort of massive detours to get to where you want in some points of it. And it's no, it's, it's the worst is in the grand. It's got, there's this like little sort of valley type sort of grotto type things. And I actually on a number of occasions have fallen in because I've just been <laughs> just been running along, running along, and then for whatever reason, I'll look to another, get up, you know, multiple screens, I'll look to another screen or whatever, and then, you know, I fall in, so I've got her, and it's like, oh, my God. So that's that's kind of, it's, you know, kind of annoying. But in terms of just how beautiful they look, yeah, I, I agree, Frostfire is good. My favourite, uh, the reason I love Talador more is because of how I think, I think it's just been set up the best in terms of the questing. Yeah. Um, just, just the way that you quest is in a very specific chain, and it just, even more so than Frostfire, I think, and uh, I just think that really works. What I like, what I like about the question is this whole. Uh, they're in sort of sets, like each quest is in a, in a chain, and each chain has its own resolution to the story. Um, yeah, and it's you, you mainly you see that for the first time in Frostfire. So when you first arrive in Frostfire and you meet Duritan and and uh, and you do all that sort of business, and it's sort of you do, you basically as you become you know more and more friendly with the Frostfire with the Frostwolf Clan. You do sort of chains of, of storyline that are sort of accommodate in sort of a major storyline for that region, um, which I just think is just works so so well and is so awesome. And there's and there's little mini mini stories as you go along, of course, but the main chain just works so well. Yeah, I've never followed the story as much in any expansion as I have in the, in this expansion. I mean, they they really made it easy to stick to, um, you know, the main storyline. Yeah, it's it, well, that's, that's the thing. It's easy. That's the, that's the word. It's it's easy to follow. Like it's easy to make sense. Yeah. I've been reading the quest, you know, information, and I just basically sort of getting involved as I sort of go around. Like the, I don't know if you've gotten this far far yet, but Frost, when you get to Frostfire, Durat, you meet you meet Duratan, um, his brother Gnar is just yeah. a, he's just a dick. Yeah. You know, let's, let's let's be honest, he's, he's an idiot. And uh, there's there's a couple of chains that sort of uh, there's a quest chain that involves him, and so you sort of get to know him yeah. a bit better. And then Duratan and and it looks like they're actually going to come. They come to a head. Like Duratan's basically saying, basically says, "Look, you know, I'm sick of this rubbish. I'm I'm the one in charge. You're going to say what I what I say, or if you think you can do better, let's let's fight." You know, the classic orc style. And yeah. uh, and what happens in that scenario? Because this, this happens in front of you at Garrison. I just think it was it was awesome. It was, yeah. uh, it was really cool. I've I've played all the way through. That's another thing too. Is like I I'm I'm 99 and a half. I'm like almost. As soon as we get done with this podcast, I got to do like two, you know, random instances, and I'll be one hundred. But that's I've awesome. Done the, I've done all the quests through the storyline already because, and that's another thing is I usually get to max level about one quest area before the end. Yeah. Because I level through dungeons mostly. I don't. I don't do a lot of questing. Um, I only quest while I'm queuing for dungeons, and that's pretty much the way I usually level. That's the way I leveled in Mist. You know, I didn't do like two zones. By the time I was level ninety, but this expansion, I was more interested in the quest. I did, I did every quest I could find. You know, I wanted to do all the different little stories and, and go through all. I wanted to experience all that on my main. So I actually did it all, and then I've done you know all the way up to the. There's there's still quests in the area I'm in, but I've seen the like thrall cutscene or whatever, and, and I'm still not max level. And that's never happened to me before because I've always just kind of like even in even in wrath, I kind of like rush through it faster than um than the quest actually allowed for 
Um, but I'm just, I think that the way they present the story in this one is just so much better. And I think it has a lot to do with technology. Like, they're a lot more capable of doing that sort of thing now um, than they were, say, during Burning Crusade. But um, it's just, uh, it, it's presented it's so much better. Yeah, I'm totally with you. And I, I do the same thing. I actually, yeah, I, I quest while I'm waiting for a dungeon to pop. And because the dungeons take, like, an hour and a half, <laughs> at least they were at the yeah. start, which is weird. I, I, I found that kind of weird. Like, there's, like, everybody was rushing on to play, which creates queues, and yet the dungeons are an hour and a half long. It's weird. Um, yeah. So, but, and so I was sort of questing, and uh, it's gotten a lot better now. It's like every 20 minutes. But and I was basically questing through that. And, I, and I'm with you, man. I, I actually, uh, I've always done it that way. I've always focused on the quest and sort of in getting I mean I'm a big law person so getting into the quest chain and you know seeing what's happening in the world and why people are doing what they're doing and stuff and I've, and it's, I've never been more impressed than I have with how it's been doing it for this one and I guess and I guess because uh, I'm a big fan of time travel it's like this whole sort of seeing it as yeah. it was before it become as we knew it like Burning Crusade was my was, was my, my favorite expansion and it and we're now basically back in that that area but in a whole different time zone it's it's awesome awesome stuff yeah and and like um there's the one quest there's i'm on quest right now where you go out into um what's the name of the last the the 98 to 100 questing zone you mean the grand yeah so the grand is like yeah. 98 to 100 yeah and and i was questing in the grand and there's that like area where there's like a stonehenge and the different elements yeah the, and, yeah the throne of the elements yeah, and whenever I saw that and I recognized it from um, Outlands, yeah. I was like, oh, man, like I, like I said, I'm probably going to be 100 without even doing those quests, but I want to do those quests because I want to know I want to know why those guys hang out there and then they're still there in Outlands, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't want to see see the Stonehenge story before. Well, before I won't ruin it for you. I mean, I, I highly recommend you do it because it's bloody awesome. Um, it actually, it's actually two separate stories, just that, that sort of quest, that quest chain is actually two separate stories. Uh, you've got to do it. It's mad. It's one of what was one of my favorite sequences. Um, so yeah, definitely do it. And uh, like I said, I won't spoil anything for you. But if you go there, notice that one of the elements is missing. Mm. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> do that. Do that quest chain. It's brilliant. And yeah, I will definitely do it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's been awesome. And and how about that character? The new character that they introduced this expansion. Um, you what's her name? You no, the no girl Draenei. Oh, Lyra. Lyra. Lyra, Lyra, I don't know. Something, yeah, she's something awesome. Drain sounded. Yeah. yeah. Have you played an alliance character yet? No, I haven't. Oh, uh, she's That's cool, man. When you start, because the alliance start in Shadow Moon, right? And when you finally yeah. get to you, and you, well, you you meet her during the opening sequence of quests, right? So you you meet you yeah. meet as you as before you get to your garrison. But when you get to the garrison, she becomes sort of like an unofficial sort of follower, um, and. She's got this awesome voice bit where if she, you get a quest to go and go and explore another town, and she's from that town, and she says um, every every couple of minutes she says, um, "I will I will accompany you." Oh, she doesn't like this sort of Drano Russian accent, but I will accompany you to to blah blah blah. You know, you'll be you'll receive a hero's welcome, a warm welcome when you when you go there. And the first couple of times I heard it, I was like, "You know, this is cool, man. This is a sexy voice." And then. Uh, after about an hour of hearing the same damn thing, I was like, "Please yeah. go away!" <laughs> I was like, "I just like went take the arrow to the knee, kind of I, thing." I know. I was just, I just went and just, I just finished that quick because I was exploring around, and she was just with me, and I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." But I just after an hour, I was like, "I'm just going to go finish this quest off." That I've, so hopefully, just so she shuts up, and uh, unfortunately, and, and she does in a horrible way, poor thing. But uh, yeah, <laughs> she is cool. So since you're 99, uh, what what's your best dungeon? Favorite dungeon? 
I'll tell you the one I hate is the <laughs> one with all the birds. Oh, Skyreach. Skyreach, yeah, Skyreach. So it's Sky- not bad. It's not that, a bad dungeon. That section in Skyreach where you have to go up the wind currents is the worst I've ever yeah, seen. Dude, people, I always get people to get stuck there. Like <laughs> the, the first time I did it, I did it wrong, but I made it through. I wasn't, I wasn't the guy that's just jumping around like I can't get it. I can't get it. <laughs> and there's one of those every group. It's like, like it's, it's yeah, not, it's exactly. not brain surgery. You just got to follow the current. It's not. It's you follow it's, the little current thing. Yeah. It's really not hard. And as as a hunter, it's alright because I put on aspect of the pack, and then I just I just I actually go fast, and I'm, I'm always first to the top. Yeah. So which well, is, I, I kind of blink through big sections of it. Yeah, or blink. Yeah, that'd be awesome. But I'm always afraid I'm gonna blink off the side though. So I wait till I get around to the inside, and then I start blinking. But that's that section is just is pointless. It just I don't I just don't see. It. There's no threat in there. any way. It's just there to piss you off. It's yeah. just there to piss you off, and it just it's, <laughs> that sort of stuff annoys me. I'm with you there, man. Skyreach is, is uh, uh, I hate yeah. that bit. Uh, but it's my, still, but, still better than a lot of mist dungeons. Like it's <laughs> yeah. better than the one where you're on the wall. I hate that dungeon in mist. Oh yeah, I know. It's right. Yeah, yeah, assault, assault on the wall. Yeah, I remember that. So, um, so that was your, that's the one you hate. What about your favorite? Have you got one? So far, my favorite is the first one, the one where you fight the guy on yeah, the bridge. The slag slag mines. Yeah, that one's cool. It reminded me of it reminded me of like a really outland area. Yeah. Um, yeah, like it was really cool. Yeah, um, it's got a cool little story like, to it. That's the one when you get to a heroic. Do the uh, come with me if you want to live achievement and get crew man. Okay. Yeah, it's awesome. Uh, my favorite is uh, the Grim Rail dude. We talked we talked about I, it when we I first. Done it yet. No, you've got it. You've got to do it. It's, it's brilliant. We talked about it when we first, when Warlords was first announced, and I was like, "There's a dungeon on a train," which is brilliant, and uh, it's very Snowpiercer. <laughs> it's very, yeah, so you basically you start at, the, at, at you start at the station, and then you you get onto the train itself, and the train is movement and moving, and then you basically you fight your way up the train, and uh, and then at the end the train. Oh, actually, I won't say I won't, I won't, I won't ruin it for you, but then you basically get I to know the what end. it does. You get to the front of the train, yeah. and then the plot twist ruins the rest of the train. <laughs> Snowpiercer <laughs> stuff. Snowpiercer. <laughs> so, yeah, so Grim Rail is actually, is, is actually my favorite. It's, it's uh, not really for the dynamics or anything, but just I just uh, I just had a lot of fun. I, just, I thought the concept itself was brilliant. Yeah, I've heard a lot of talk about it. Yeah. So, getting to 100 means I also got to do Molten Core, so the revamped version of Molten Core. Um, now it's interesting. I actually haven't done Molten Core from the start, and that's because the there's a bug in the queue. So it's funny whenever you, whenever your first queue has happened every single time. Every time I every time I queue, it says I've got about 15 minutes to wait. And if for whatever reason somebody de- declines the invite, you know how it's got that someone declined the invite, you've been returned to the front of the queue. It doesn't yeah. put you to the front of the queue. It actually puts it to the end of the queue. Like it starts you again fresh. So I've been in a molten core queue for almost two hours. Even though I keep saying 15 minutes, I've actually been in queue for two hours. And it turns out there is actually a bug that they're going to fix. On one of those occasions, I got lucky enough to actually get in there. And when I say lucky, I underline the word lucky because it turns out that molten core, it actually, it's actually it's old school. Like they've revamped it to 100, but it's, now, it's so old school that it actually takes like four hours to complete. It's ridiculous. That's what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's absurd. And I didn't know that, so I'm glad that I'm glad, I'm glad that what happened 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 because when I got in, finally got in, I got in right at the end, like I was they were just about to kill, oh, wow. about to kill Ragnaros, and actually I thought this was part of it, right? I was like, oh, so when they revamped it, they got rid of all the trash stuff. There's only, and then basically you just you, when you pour it in, you just go straight to Ragnaros and you finish it off and off where you go. And I and I was I did that in chat. I was like, is this is this the case? 
And somebody was like, no, dog, <laughs> you got you got damn lucky in capital letters. Capital letters lucky is like, you know, you just missed like six hours or something. And I'm like, really? So, you know, I did a bit of, you know, a bit of Googling and it turns out that's true. So, so I actually got my achievement, my helm, my 640 eye level epic helm, which looked mad and uh, mount for about five minutes work. <laughs> so, how, long, what is, how long is Molten Core going on? I've, I don't know. I have no idea. Probably, I'd get in there as quick as I can, though, as soon as you get 100. Yeah. Yeah, get in there. Limited time. ASAP. Yeah. Because, yeah, so as soon as you do as soon as soon you do it, you get rewarded with the core hound mount, which looks cool. Um, and, yeah, and your helm. It's, it's, my helm is still my highest piece of item, my highest item, and I've had it for weeks. So it's, yeah. um, it's it, and it, it looks magnificent. It's a crown of fire. It looks awesome. Uh, so it's, it's, it's really cool. I mean, even heroic, normal heroic rear gear is 630. So it's, it's even higher than that. Although, well, actually, no, I tell a lie. That because it brings me to my next item. My highest item is actually my ring that I got from my legendary quest chain. They've done a new one. Already? Yeah. Already got- you can actually already start it, dude. You don't have to wait to 100. You can start it at 96. So I've already picked it up. I've already yeah, picked it up. Yeah, you picked it up? Do it. You do Basically, what the, the new legendary quest is, is for a ring instead of a cape. Uh, it starts at 96 yep. in your garrison. Um, one of Kaj's... Uh, servants, those cool looking um, elemental type guys is walking around he'll have a quest, accept it you then go to um, somewhere in Talador, which is where Kadja is but what, you've already got so yeah, uh, it, 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 it took the whole expansion to get the, the cloak yeah, well, I, haven't got, I haven't got the whole thing yet so this, it's interesting how they've done it in this way so you can start it at 96 when you go to him, he gives you a, a series of quests to go and collect a certain abundant bunch of items right, which you can do from dungeons Yeah. so you go and you collect uh, you collect like they're called the cores, the core of life, the core of um, iron, blah blah blah. So you get them from the end boss of of, of specific dungeons, um, like slag and uh, whatever the evergreen or whatever that stupid nature one is, and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then you give, then you need to give him um, a ridiculous amount of apexes crystals. It's like four thousand or something. Apex. It's almost five thousand worth. And he makes a little joke about how... He, it's, it's, it's an odd number, and he makes a joke about why it's an odd number. It's, it's not very funny. Um, so, it, it, so once you've collected all those Apex, Apexus crystals, which is easy, it's like within four days I had them all, um, because uh, at your garrison um, you get a daily quest, an, Apex, an Apexus crystals quest. So the, the daily you get... And it, it mixes it up. It's, it's usually a... Um, a PvE and a PvP quest. So the PvE which you can solo, um, you should be able to solo with 800 crystals, and the PvP is 1,000 crystals, which you normally would need a group for, because you, you have to kill more powerful stuff. Um, so I've basically I've done that quest four days in a row. Um, it always done the 1,000 one, and you know, and so with those plus drops, I got the crystals super, super quick, so that was good. So once you hand those over, he gives you... Uh, you start off with a, a 640 ring. So I actually didn't know that you could start that quest... Um, at 96, so I got that ring at 98. So at 98, I had a 640 eye, eye level ring, um, mm. which was magnificent. So that was before I even got my my 640 thing. But then, then I was able to do the next stage. And the next stage is once again you go after to go off and find you know very do various stuff. Um, and then he, he upgrades your ring to 680. So you, a 6 oh. 680 ring, and it's just and it's it's magnificent. Um, and you can even, and if even if you if you got multiple specs, like uh, if you're a pally and you've got uh, ret and protection and uh, holy, 
once you get the initial one that you get, you get whatever your spec is, that's the one you get. So say RET, for example. You can then buy off this little dude outside. You can buy the protection ones and the holy ones. So you can actually have one for each spec. So that's pretty cool. Um, so at 98, I had a, 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 six, a 680 eye level ring. So that was uh, pretty sweet. Now, the only, the only bummer is, is I can't go to the next stage because I need High Mall, which is the raid that opens December 2. So it's, I'm, I'm basically I'm stuck in limbo where I am at the moment. I do have a question. So you said you did level a um, an alliance character. I haven't. I haven't. I started them, but I haven't uh, actually. Leveled. I'm wondering in no. Shadow Moon Valley, what is where Black Temple would normally be? Ah, that's very cool. It's actually a uh, Draenei Draenei building. Basically, it's, it looks it looks completely different, and it was awesome. It just looks magnificent. And the fact that it then becomes the Black Temple is mad. Oh, really? So it's, it's not in the quest chain. It's just another building. Well, I haven't, it gets... yeah. Well, it's just, I, I assume so. I haven't done, the, like I said, I haven't done a lot of with my alliance at the moment. It's only 92. So I haven't done the quest chain. The only reason I saw that building is because I actually just traveled around Shadow Moon to find it. I was like, I was looking around, going yeah. around looking for rares. So, and I, and I just saw it. So, I mean, I just, I just know that it becomes the Black Temple. But um, as as it looks now, it just looks magnificent. I, I like Draenei architecture. I think it looks pretty cool. So, yeah, the Draenei is cool. It's one of my favorite races in the game. Actually, I don't play Alliance like ever. I don't have any Alliance characters now. I, I actually had one for the longest time, and I, I um, race, I uh, class or whatever you call, it, swapped it. And really? Faction change. Change. You traitor. Um, I don't know. I I really. I'm kind of thinking that this is just too good of an opportunity for them not to touch on that story again. You know? Yeah. Oh, they definitely, they definitely, definitely will. One of yeah. the cool things about it, one of those is that the very first quest that you get from your garrison as an alliance character is to 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 escort some people taking some supplies or some crap like that. The quest itself is boring as hell, but um, you get two Draenei warriors uh, with you, and one of them is a Karma. Who so he's so it's it's a karma as he looks before he becomes a broken, which is I just think is mad. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. It is awesome. So when he actually and it's and the way they introduce him is hilarious. Is it's like it's like Exarch a karma and and um, the the people in the convoy are complaining because they have no weapons to defend themselves from the attack the attacks of the brigands. And he's like, give me your give me your size and I'll 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 tell you. So he's got this his sights. So he gets these two sites that he has as as the broken guy. And he, he whips all their butts, and uh, and everybody's there's like a pause, like there's like a pause in the game. It's kind of like it's like Blizzard knocking you over the head. It's like this is the guy that you meet later on at the Black Temple. So it was uh, it was really really cool. It was really cool to see because I've run the Black Temple so many times. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I really hope that I don't know. I just hope that they. I got an idea in my head of what they could do. Um, with that story, and I just I kind of hope that they touch on it, and they're not going to do it the way I'm thinking. But if they just touch on the Black Temple story in some way, and it's like an important part of this expansion, that would just be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, here's your chance, man. You said you wanted to boost boost a character and see what it's like, right? I mean, why don't you boost an alliance character? Yeah, I know. I thought about that. It's just um, I'm wanting to do it more for professions than I am actual gameplay. Yeah. Um, I just want an enchanter on my Illidan server. All right. My, you know, it's my server apparently. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, just want an enchanter on Illidan right now. I've just got um, just the character that I raid with over there, and so I was thinking. And I've got like um, uh, where I work at, we do like a program where like if if you 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 get awarded like points that you can use in the store. So I was thinking about buying a um, a Warcraft uh, uh, sixty dollar card with those points, 
And then I was thinking, well, what can I do with $60? And I was thinking, well, I can make a Death Knight, level it five levels, and then boost it, and then that's my Enchanter on Illidan. That's that's the only reason I'm doing it, really. Oh, okay, that makes perfect sense. That's a better plan. Go with that. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I do want to play the Alliance side, though. I do. I, I might find... Like, I got a Priest that I never play. I might faction change it just so I can play the Alliance side. Oh, you little Goblin Priest guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah I never cool. play that thing. All right, well, do it. If you do it, I'll play with you. Just, I just want to touch on two more things before we go. Garrisons and followers. Uh, no, three more things. And rares. Um, I'm obsessed with finding rares. That's the only reason I saw the Black Temple, what, what will eventually become the Black Temple, um, because I basically just travel around trying to find rares. The amount of rares in this game has, has increased a hundredfold. Um, so rares are, rares are uh, sort of uh, mobs, like creatures or people, um, that uh, have like special loot um, and don't, aren't there all the time. Like They spawn they get killed, they disappear, and then they spawn again later on. So that's the definition of, of, a, of a rare. Um, and I've been just running around, and they show up on the map now, which is cool, so they show up with a little, with a little skull. So I've been basically running around, and whenever I see one, I just I go on a you know, straight line, bang, straight to that rare, and then and then kill it. And because they've changed the way loot, the looting system works now, rares, uh, if even, as long as you tag it, you get the item. So you don't have to kill it, you just have to yeah. tag it and be a part of the kill, and so you'll get it. I, think it's, I, don't, I don't think it's... Fair, very fair, but it's you know I'm, I've gotten used to it now, so that's cool. But in, I've just basically just gone around, just just I, I screenshot every rare before I kill it, and then I screenshot it again when I kill it, and I've basically sort of made up of a collection, so become a bit obsessed, which <laughs> is like which is kind of weird. Um, and then you can't kill it again. So once you've killed it on with that character, uh, that rare still shows up, but is no longer rare, and so therefore doesn't drop anything. Um, so that's you know pretty cool. I've even tamed a couple of them. Like I've killed it first to get the loot, and then waited till it respawn, and then tamed it as a pet because that's what my hunter does um so they're pretty cool uh the other thing is um garrisons now garrisons are an interesting beast they they didn't they don't work as i expected that they would um they're not quite what i expected and that's kind of disappointing but they've got so much cool that it's sort of that I'm, I'm willing to let it slide because there's so many cool things about it one is that as part of your garrison you get a mine a herb garden and a fish shack so even if you are not a miner, a herbalist, or a fisher, you, yeah. could, you still get <laughs> ore and herbs, which for me was a was a godsend because even though my my character is for some stupid reason I'm not too sure why uh, is a miner and an inscriptionist and a scribe. So That's and backwards, dude. That's ass backwards. Yeah, that's just it's just weird, man. And and. <laughs> So, and as, an, as a scribe, I need herbs in order to turn them into uh, the mats that I then use for my inscriptions. I don't need mining at all. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. Um, but it's, you know, still, I'm, she's already 700 on, on the mining, so I'm not going to get rid of it now. But because of the garrison, which has the little herb garden, it's brilliant. So I've been, instead of having to worry about an alt that it can do the herb for me, she goes there, she herbs the stuff, and uh, she, you know, turns them into the mats that she needs. It's absolutely magnificent. I... I can't praise it enough. And uh, one one cool little thing that happens is sometimes while you're while you're herbing or mining, a creature is that happens in the real world as well, not just in the garrison, but out in the outside world. But it, every now and again, a little a little creature will spawn because they're upset that you've just you know ripped something out of the earth and attack you. And if you kill them, um, they then drop the same thing that you were doing. So if it was you know mining, it's ore, and if it's herbing, it's herbs. And they drop far more than you get from the herb. Like every herb that I that I get. I get maybe two or three actual herbs. If one of them yeah. spawned and I killed one of them, I get like 15. One guy gave me 33. 
<laughs> it's like, holy crap. <laughs> so I actually hope that those guys spawn so that I can kill them and get their stuff. It's awesome. The other thing about garrisons that I, that, uh, I like is you don't necessarily have to have the, sa- the shack, the building that you need for your profession in order to still use that profession. Like enchanting, for example, because my character is not an enchanter, I could build an enchant shack and yeah. still disenchant my stuff if I need to. Right. So instead of selling it, I can disenchant it and send it to another character or sell them or whatever the case may be. That's pretty cool. Um, the garrisons can also, some buildings can also, uh, and this is great, goes right back to the start where I said where I basically, I stuffed up my sort of my garrison at the start. I didn't really do what I, what I should have done was right from the very beginning, I should have, instead of creating the bank building, I should have created a lumber yard because to build build buildings on your build buildings and upgrade your garrison you need what's called uh, garrison resources and a lumber yard generates these resources but it's also yeah. you also use those to send your followers on missions and I was just sending followers on mission after mission after mission in order to get them upgraded and use it up on my resources not paying not paying attention to the fact that I was going to need them in order to upgrade the garrison itself and so I, I the only reason I got level 3 on my garrison this morning is because I've just spent the last 2 weeks trying to get all the garrisons I can by finding about garrison resources by doing dungeons and finding secrets and stuff like that so it wasn't very effective so that's so there's a little little tip for you building lumberyard right from the start um, yeah, this, and this is the most common thing I've heard people like what you just said. Like almost everybody makes that mistake. It's the most common thing I've read online. Yeah, it's so. So my alliance character now, I've, I've corrected that. The, the, the very first building I made was a lumbia. Um, so actually, well, actually, the first building is a profession because that's the same thing for everybody. But then the second one was a lumbia. So that's, that's uh, for garrisons. I've already talked about like invasions and stuff. And just finally, uh, followers. I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with getting followers. Like I said, you get them in various ways, quests from around the world. Um, it's, you know, whatever, what have you, um, from other, from doing quests that you send your followers on. I think they're awesome. They, I've got one that follows me around. She's an idiot. She's a warlock. Um, <laughs> and she, I mean, she's a warlock, right? And I'm a hunter. So warlocks and hunters as range DPS. Me, we if should, she's a warlock, she should be stacking intellect, right? She's not an idiot. <laughs> no, she's an idiot. Uh, so because as, as range DPS, she should be standing back with me while my pet goes in there and, you know, and tanks and we just blast some a distance, right? But for some stupid reason that I can't fathom, she always leaps in and starts attacking with spells right from melee range. And so she gets killed. Like, cause she draws, she she does so much damage that she draws aggro, and so then, and I'm like, and I can't heal her. I can only heal Are my you pet. Sure she's not a rogue. Sorry. Are you sure she's not a rogue? No, she's she's a warlock, and so she's a cute little uh, blood elf, and I'm a blood elf as well. So I was, I was like, you know, we'll, we'll walk around together. And she's got this cool warlocky green wings and stuff. Anyway, so I, I mean, I enjoy, I like playing with her because she's cool. She says cool stuff, and it's like, you know, I was, you'll regret that, and you know, so she has a little weird little dialogue and stuff. So I mainly use her as my bodyguard. But she dies all the time. It's just it's so ridiculous, and it's not, and it's not a glitch with the followers because I've got another follower who is a restoration shaman, and he actually stands back and lightning bolts. And if if we if we need healing, he'll heal. He'll do a, a chain heal, and then he lightning bolts some more. So like he's not an idiot. Um, the only reason I don't use him is because he's huge. His character model is just absolutely massive. He's like he's the size of a tauren, and uh, I just I can't stand him on my screen. He like takes up too much space. So I just I stick with my little warlocky girl. So it's you know it's it's kind of weird. I'm not really sure why that works. Um, the only and the only other, da- other downside to the followers are, is uh, again is it's not really explained. 
like there's certain parts of it that aren't sort of explained. Like a, there's for some reason you can only have 20 active followers. There's a building that lets you have 25, but you can only have 20. And so I've got more than 20 followers. And so I can't go on missions because I have to deactivate some of them. And it doesn't really explain what deactivating does. Like, what does it do? Do, do they just go off and play Parcheesi or something? I'm not too sure what the deal is. And you guys, you guys sort of reactivate it again. So I've had to do a bit of reading for that. But now, of course, I understand, but the game doesn't explain that to you. So, so if you deactivate a follower, because I don't have enough yet to deactivate. If you deactivate a follower, you can reactivate them. It doesn't like Yeah, go you can reactivate them. You deactivate them, you have to pay to reactivate them later on. If you need to so, because each follower has certain uh, skills and abilities that you can use. And so you need to have certain ones to go on certain uh, each, certain quests require certain abilities. So you need to make sure you've got a, a, a good range of followers that have those abilities. Um, so you can, if you need one that's deactivated, you can reactivate it and use them instead. Um, so I don't know. I just, I just, think, I just find it a, a bit of a clunky system that doesn't really, that's not really explained in game very well. Um, but followers are still cool. The only thing I'm waiting for at the moment is I haven't had one of my followers go to a dungeon and get captured. Is that, that's what I'm waiting for. I'm not too sure why it hasn't happened yeah, yet. Yeah, I heard that was going to be a thing, but yeah. so far, yeah, yeah I haven't heard anything about it either. It was else. a huge thing. We, 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 we talked about it a couple of episodes back. Is like when you know yeah. Warlords was released. It's like it's like how cool is it? They actually get captured and held for ransom, and that it hasn't happened. And I'm not too sure why it hasn't triggered. But it might but, be something that like they plan on implementing, but it's just not there yet. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe it'll come in uh, on December second when Primal. Some. Yeah, because they, they mentioned a few other things, too, in some of the Q&As Q that they released before launch. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head, but the other day I was thinking about I was thinking about another one, another example. And I believe it's actually, I don't think they were lying. I think it's just, yeah, it's just maybe they didn't didn't do it right at launch. I don't know. Yeah. Well, the less, the less said about the launch, the better, because that was a disgrace. Um, of course, you know, like on Wrath of the Lich King, on the box, it said we were going to get a dance studio. Like, it's actually printed yeah. on some of the packaging. <laughs> yeah. And that still doesn't exist, so <laughs> you can't always trust what Blizzard says. Yeah, good old dance studio. It's the, the fabled dance studio that doesn't exist. Um, well, that's that's it for me. I mean, it's, I've, I mean, of course, I could keep talking, but I, I don't want to... I mean, Crystal looks like she's about to collapse, and uh, it's quite hot here, so I want to put the aircon on. But, um, but uh, have you got anything you want to finish up with? Uh, no, no, I'm I um, I'm gonna hit 100 tonight, and then I'll probably have more to talk about next week. <laughs> okay, cool. Right, I'm interested to see how you go with the heroic stuff. They got some some cool stuff, and then when you hit 100, you get some more uh, more dungeons unlocked and stuff like that. And do molten core, man, and just, and yeah, uh, and tell me what it's like because I'm too scared to go back to it now. I, I don't, I've, I haven't queued for it since because uh, it, I'm scared that I'm going to get the four hour version. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I want I want the four hour version, man. I want I want it to I want to do it all. I don't have time for that. <laughs> if I if it had if I if it had popped while I was on my my week leave, I would have been fine with it, and I would have yeah. gone through it. But now, because I only get I only get to play a couple of hours a night, and then you know a couple of hours on the weekend when we're not we're not recording, and so I just don't have time for a four hour four hour dungeon, man. It's 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 beyond me now. So thank God it happened the way it happened. But anyway, that's uh, that's it for me and uh, both Azerothian times. And you're still awake, you know? I'm awake. Yeah, good. You look good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so uh, I hope uh, I hope you enjoyed that. It did go on for a while, but uh, uh, we did say it would, end, and uh, we'll have more to report. But yeah, Wall of Draenor, uh, I just I can only class it as a success. I mean, it is just. Coppola. It's gotten me. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's got, I mean, it's gotten me back reinvigorated, and uh, those bastards have got me for. <laughs> but they just had their tenth year anniversary. I just had a sobering thought that I've been playing this game for ten years now, and yeah. uh, they've got me with Warlords. They've got me for at least another couple of years. <laughs> the look on Crystal's face. <laughs> it's a shame it's not video. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, that's it for yes, that's it for me and crew. Bye. <laughs> You've been listening to Nerd Culture Podcast. We'd love to hear from you. Send us an email to feedback at nerdculturepodcast.com. You can write on our wall if you go to the Facebook page. Go to facebook.com forward slash nerdculturepodcast. Tweet us at nerdculturecast. Skype us on nerdculturepodcast. If we don't answer, leave a message. We might even play it on the show. You can comment on any post on our website www.nerdculturepodcast.com If you'd like to support the show, use the Amazon affiliate widget on our website to do your Amazon shopping. It doesn't cost you any extra, and a small percentage of the profit goes towards helping us to produce our show. We can see what you buy, but not who you are, so your privacy is assured. Check out our videos at ncptv.net or search for NCPTV on YouTube because we also have a YouTube channel. Don't forget, you can rate, review, and subscribe to the show on iTunes. Wondering where you can hear more of Bo? Go to ecnradio.com. Bo and David also have another podcast called Film Flames. More info at www.filmflames.com. You can find all of our podcasts and more at undercastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more episodes. <laughs>